Rasputin. There are so many questions about him. Who was he? Did he know the future? How did he make the award-winning rice pudding that won him favor with Tsar Peter? But by far, the most asked question about Rasputin is how, oh, how did he grow that lush and snarled beard? We may never know his secrets or taste his pudding, but now, for a limited time only, you can buy Rasputin's secret beard tonic made from a secret blend of Russian botanicals and Siberian furs. Rasputin's secret beard tonic is guaranteed to make your beard more ferocious and, and like the deep tangles of a mysterious wood. Some people believe it was the tangles of Rasputin's beard which whispered to him the secrets of life. Grow your beard and learn the truths of the universe with Rasputin's secret beard tonic. Call now and get your first case 50% off. That's right, 50% off. Rasputin's secret beard tonic. His secret can be yours. Yes, yeah, come to see you. I said, now Benson, Benson, Joe. Benson, 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 Everybody and welcome to episode 183 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Kate Bradley. I'm Adrian Schoen. Tasty goofs. <laughs> <laughs> We've got I'm a special Paul. guest in studio. It's Paul. Hi, hey everyone. How you doing? It's the first time I've heard that. I love it. Hot truths and tasty goofs. Yeah. The right. hottest and the tastiest. So what's like a tasty goof? Is it just like a mistake or is it just like slang for like food? Ooh. I mean, we goof about food. Right. Yeah. So yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's true, it could be considered a mistake. Oh, yeah. I goofed. Like chocolate chip cookies, than... right? Mm. Oh, no, these chocolate chips fell into my batter. I'm going to make it anyways. And they're like, what? I don't know. A tasty goof to me sounds like, it sounds wet. It sounds like a wet prank. It's always so, wet. Uh, <laughs> a wet prank. The worst of pranks, I think. <laughs> Should we add a, a prank call segment to the show where we prank call someone and then later drive by and water balloon their house? Oh, that's a, wow. <laughs> I think it would be personal. a prank voicemail at that, this point. How many people yeah, actually true. answer when you call? Oh, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something about it. It's, it's not like a cold, like, dunk of water. It's like a, a room temperature. It's like slightly lukewarm, wet Maybe a slightly slimy. So like a like a like you prepare a water balloon with warm water no, and that's then just a touch of soap. A touch. Of, well, well, that's what I'm yeah. that's what I'm talking about. But like on the outside, so the 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 balloon is a quite a dense balloon. So it hits your face, but the balloon the, you wet the outside of the balloon with a little bit of soap. So it just like splotches on your face, yes. wets your face, and then Gross. bounces off. Maybe put like a a little bit of salt on the outside as well. <laughs> Wait, wait, did you see, see the balloon bounces off? Yeah, like no. instead of bursting? Yeah. Ew, you wet why? the outside of the balloon for the, for the impact, that smushy impact. It, it, it would feel like a toddler slapping you yeah. with a wet hand. <laughs> yes. 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 It's like a child's hand that you don't know why it's wet. <laughs> yes. And then just pees somewhere close to you, <laughs> wherever it explodes. Oh, that's kind of fun. It's like a little warning blow. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh my God, I feel like I've dreamt this. I know it's not science and all this blah, 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 but I rem- like th- I was like, 
toddler wet hand that you what and then mm-hmm. the you said thing and the you said thing it happened before but it didn't you know but it did you're staring at me like the first time we met <laughs> really <laughs> no okay, i don't yeah. know <laughs> slightly confused <laughs> who is this <laughs> so for those of you who are listening and don't know who paul is how is that possible? We talk about him all the time. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> Paul is Kate's husband and also one of the hosts of Topics of High Importance. Oh, yeah. Crossover app. Oh. Topics of High Importance also on the Upward Network. Indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we um, So we got a weed-based question that we're going to dig into a little bit later. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, crap, I don't know anything about this. Uh, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. got you covered. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. we got you covered. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And we're we're totally sober right now. Yeah. Very. So we'll we'll stay on track, Tom. Don't worry <laughs> about it. I'm I'm worried that I might not be like totally sober right now. Oh, because of got, the the day after. I got very stoned yesterday. <laughs> we was uh we had a a baby shower. And um, I had a really rough morning (laughs) and I was like, you know what? The only way I'm going to survive having like 30 people in my house, uh, like for the whole afternoon is if I smoke a bit before they get here. Oh, totally. It mellows you out so much sometimes. It really is my cup of tea in the morning. It was nice. Like I hate the world. Now I'm smiling like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) The problem was I, uh, I'd never before been able to do the thing where you like inhale and then talk for a while with the weed like in your lungs yeah. before you actually exhale it. And I suddenly was good at that yesterday. <laughs> and nice. I didn't know it would hit me like 10 times as Oh, hard. Yeah. yeah. I tried to um, inhale and then I drink half a cup of water mm-hmm. while doing so. So it's a little easier. So you don't have to be like, uh, you're just drinking the water. And then like, poof, right. all the smoke comes out. And you're like, uh, uh. How long before your guests arrived did you? 15 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. I had asked Redacted to bring me some before the party. And when Redacted showed up like 15 minutes before the party started, I was like, well, okay, let's do this. <laughs> and then, yeah, I spent like the entire party feeling really chill, but also constantly worrying that like people were going to figure out that I was yeah. stoned. Until I realized if I tell them, I have all the power. <laughs> oh. So then I would just kind of drop it and be like, yeah, you know, they'd, they'd, they'd ask like, how you doing? I'd say, oh, I'm good. Yeah, uh, I'm a little stoned. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like all the, the stress of wondering disappeared. Oh, yeah. And it was so nice. Because it's such a big stress and it's all in your own well, mind. And then you just end up staring at people with giant eyes. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of taboo, right? Even though it's going to be illegal in a month. Being be stoned legal. and uh, be, what did I say? Illegal. Yes, being legal. <laughs> um, doing it in public places, and, and especially when it's not necessarily something that you theoretically would do. Usually, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a baby shower, so I'm gonna get high. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't regret it. I think I would have been in a terrible mood yesterday if I hadn't. So, oh it was, yeah, yeah, it was worth doing. Oh, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was uh, it was fun because have you ever had this? You're stoned in a room full of people and you like try to walk past somebody and you feel like you're walking really close to them. But then as you're walking past them, you feel like the space between you is gigantic. Whoa. (laughs) I've not experienced that specific thing, but that sounds perfectly accurate (laughs) to the types of places the mind goes to. (laughs) Did you then stop and just go, 
Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, but every time I'd walk by someone, I felt like I was like creating like an orbit around them. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try not to walk past people too much. You want to distribute their energy just like. It was weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if that's. Um, there, there's something I heard about recently where uh, cops describe like when someone's been in a trauma and then they make really bad decisions, mm-hmm. they, they call it being stuck in the goofy loop. Oh. A tasty goof loop. <laughs> Hot takes. Uh, <laughs> but like your your brain in a state of panic is just cycling on the same problem over, over, over and over and over again. Hmm. And so it can't quite like move on to logical dis- like decision making because right. it's just in this like loop of panic. Hmm. And I wonder if there's some edge to like a paranoia that can happen uh, with weed that like you get a little bit caught in that that goofy loop, but like on a really right. like subdued level. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just like low grade panicking or fixated on something unimportant, and you can't quite get off of it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. it's more intense. Like that that time that you were convinced someone was going to break in. Like you went to bed. Oh and- yeah, I was so high, <laughs> and every noise I thought was a window rattling mm. or a door yeah. trying to be open. And I mean, when you think about it. It really is quite easy to break into somebody's house, oh, you know. Yeah. So, so easy. If yeah. someone wants to, they they will. And for whatever reason, it's just like it doesn't hasn't happened in the X amount of days you've been alive. But <laughs> I felt today was the day. <laughs> <laughs> and you see shadows yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Oh, not fun, <laughs> especially when um, I know for a lot of people, even just sitting a certain way in the subway. Uh, freaks them out because they don't mm-hmm. see people coming in or out or yep. or, or just, you know, seeing I things going in yeah. and out. So just having headphones on when I'm really, really high facing mm-hmm. somewhere with a door I don't see opening right. freaks me out sometimes. Yeah. Like even if like everything should be good, <laughs> just playing video games or something and all of a sudden I'm just like, oh my God. Uh, who's behind me? Who's someone behind me? And you're just like, okay. And every 10 seconds you're thinking about that, but it's... Uh, Still. It's just the goofy loop, yeah. Polly. It's just, just the goofy loop. loop. Yeah. I think I lost myself on you, my these, head. Uh, they're a little you, finicky. Oh, okay. you wiggle. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. Uh, Kate, do you want to take us to the cash corner? I would love to take you to the cash corner. Ching, Welcome ching. to the cash corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Are you addicted to podcasts? Do you wake up in the morning jonesing to get your fix of sweet, high-quality audio content delivered straight into your ears? Let us be your dealers! Whether you're trying to get your daily dose of smooth, sexy voices, or you're just looking for something to make your friends laugh at a party, we at Up For Discussion have just the strain for you. Become a patron to... Wow, there's a lot of effort that went into this. Yeah, thank you. Good job. <laughs> because a patron, become a patron today to make sure we can continue to supply you with everything you need. If you pledge as, li- pledge, if you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Candace, Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Jan, Jillian, Killian, Angie, Sarah Angelica, Anne, and Will. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind the scenes updates and all kinds of other sweet perks as well and if you give at least five dollars a month you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show adrian hit us with the featured question endless admiration for your ability to read things out loud without <laughs> fucking it <laughs> uh today's featured patreon question comes from candace who asks 
Who do you? Uh, yep. See, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> do you think doing dabs of concentrated weed will uh, still counts as weed, or at that point has it become its own drug? Oh man. Ba ba booey. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> admission off the top. Confession. Yeah, confession. Mm-hmm. We've not dabbed. We have not dabbed. We yet. have not dabbed. Not yet. Candace, we have not dabbed. Yeah. But for you, we've done research. Yeah. We oh. knew a little bit about it, but we wanted to make sure what we were saying made I'm sense. I'm so glad that you guys came and said that because I, I had read that and I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Same. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched a couple of YouTube videos this afternoon and I think I kind of get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You want to you want to dive in and tell us what it is, Paul? Um, What's dabbing aside from the annoying kid thing? <sighs> yeah, we can get to that later. <laughs> um, well, if you want to answer the question right away, um, it is still weed. Um, but she gave the answer in the question. It is concentrated weed. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to give a an example, when people smoke a joint or uh, weed out of a bong, they're usually smoking the leaves. And uh, within the, the leaves, the bud, the yes, they're still leaves on the bud but yes it, it's it's not the Tiny leaves, bud leaves. leaves yes um not the not the pot leaf that everyone yeah uh, right. that you don't smoke those right um that's and, an important distinction <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly that's why i jumped in true because it, it could be very confusing and that usually has about 10 to 25 percent of thc the the ingredient that gets you uh high. bing bong bing bong and with concentrates uh Basically, it's kind of like a Breaking Bad version of of weed, where they just they put it in uh, either called shatter or wax or other variations where it can be kind of liquidy. It can be kind of more uh, crystallized and and waxy and and things in between. And that usually has about fifty to about ninety percent of THC. Jeez, That's yeah. A big so if you're jump. taking like a, a small, really tiny dab. It's as if you're smoking a pretty big joint all by yourself in that one shot. In one, yeah, in one yeah. hit. Well, that so, makes sense, right? Because yeah. it's concentrated. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be yeah. stronger. Yeah. yeah. So Kate was saying it's kind of like the difference between a regular coffee and an espresso. Okay. Oh, right? okay. So an espresso is kind of the I same really thing, wanted right? to say that myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I said that to you in confidence. <laughs> yeah, at least I... He did credit you. Yeah, yeah so. he did. He did. That's important. That's important. Let's get a clean audio bite of Kate saying it. We can just edit it. <laughs> Dabbing <laughs> is like the espresso of the coffee world. Oh, see, I didn't... <laughs> It's not natural. Thanks for the clap. Thanks for the clap, 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 for the claps. Thanks for the clap, clap. Thanks for the... Ooh, little music anyways, even if I'm not high. <laughs> Just talking about it. Yeah. Are you musical when you're high? Very. Okay, yeah. good Very. Know. Yeah, yeah. I've Love. never seen you be, like, musical. Well, I'm taking musical one improv. <gasps> oh, so jealous. I'm thinking about it because everybody's Adrian. pressuring me. Do well, it. There's still space left? When does it start? Couple September couple 16th. Ooh. Yeah, do it, Tom. Do it, Tom. What day of the week? Sunday from 3.30 to 6.30. Ooh, Tommy Mike. Tommy Mike. <laughs> Tommy Mike. There's a lot of fun people. I have house team from 1 to 3. <laughs> I know. It's so a big day. Monica has has mess hall from 10.30 to 12.30. Narrative house team from 1 to 3. <gasps> and she's doing musical from 3.30 to 6.30. Oh, oh my God. Uh, nobody cares about Shout this. out to Monica. <laughs> Shout out to Monica. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so you guys have never done a dab? No. No. Have you like been around a dab? Nope, not, not, not even. Uh, not even no. I think it's more expensive. Yeah, yeah. Quite yeah. a bit more per, expensive. Yeah, program is more harder expensive. Harder to get. 
yeah. in this well. illegal market. Mm-hmm. And you need uh, you can't just do it with a regular water pipe. You need mm-hmm. to have accessories made just for dabbing. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. So so like so like I was watching videos and I was like, you're putting that little amber colored resin into the glass and it's just like evaporating. What's going on? Mm-hmm. But they heat the glass with this sweet ass butane lighter and it's right. like a fucking torch and then that heats up the glass and then you put your little in and then it goes biddle, 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 and, then yeah. and you cover it and then after you smoke it so you it's very it. similar to how you would uh, smoke weed through a bong but oh i was thinking of meth um <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it looks yeah. like you know that tire sur neige at uh, yeah. sugar shacks yeah what's it called in english i think in english we just call that tear Tear? Yeah. Is that just a bastardization because in French it's C? Yeah, I don't think there's an English word for it. It's when they pour the maple syrup on snow, right? On snow, yeah. I think it's like gummy. Like some of it is like that. It's not all like that. That is one of my favorite things that Quebec does. (laughs) For everybody not in Quebec, I I just want to tell people that in the winter, because maple syrup, real thing up here, not a stereotype, Mm -hmm. real thing. Mm -hmm. People Mm -hmm. bake with it. It's like... It's a real staple, and in the winter, they will uh, heat up maple syrup, and they will pour it over snow, and then they will roll it up on a stick and give it to you like a lollipop, and it is delightful. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so dabbing is just like that, but you smoke it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think anyone has, like, like liquidized or, like, turned weed? Has, Has anyone poured oil, like hemp oil, onto... Snow. Snow. And and wrapped it around a stick and started (laughs) licking it. I don't think it would... like crystallize the way that yeah that you mm. you need to put it in maple syrup. You probably could do that. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you did it with with dab stuff, I don't <laughs> think sucking on it would be a good idea. Right. <laughs> I feel like that. Well, it might, it might be effective. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Can think you so. consume dab orally? Um, good question. I don't know. I'm going to say probably so. not. Yeah. Just because like all the, I watched like four or five videos about this. I'm an expert now. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them mentioned eating it. So I think it's, it's not an yeah. eating thing. Yeah. I think it would be, it, it would just be silly because it wouldn't <laughs> affect you the same way. Yeah. Well, right? so what, what is the effect of, of having such a concentrated dose? Like why would you want that much? It's faster. <laughs> if you're using it for medical purposes. Right. It's for more. It's more for people who have like extreme pain that want to mm-hmm. kind of like get it, get that feeling out as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So instead of taking the five ten minutes it takes to smoke a joint, mm-hmm. you instantly have that relief and instantly have that satisfaction. Um, also, it just it involves much less work as well. Instead mm-hmm. of just rolling a joint, you're just dropping a little bit in there, and you have. Uh, and again, it's mainly for for situations where you need that amounts of THC in you or CBD. Mm. You can also dab with CBD. Oh, interesting. So anyone who is having uh, seizures and, 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 and regular joint is just not enough or not quick enough, they'll dab that and that will change their... Uh, so maybe um, talk a little bit about like CBD and what that um, you know is meant to do or <laughs> what that experience is. Non-psychoactive. Yep. So yeah. it's it's got all that good bing bong but without the, the swack backle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I have never gotten so much information from from something that was it was like reading wingdings but understanding exactly what you meant. 
<laughs> oh, wing ding. Oh, my God. Oh, I love so you. So it has like, positive effects on anxiety, on mm. pain, uh, all that stuff, but without getting you uh, high in the in the high, in the the head. Yeah, right. so any creative uh, juices that you're looking for, you're not going to get that with CBD. Mm. Uh, if you have hunger issues, uh, CBD will not make you uh, hungry. Oh, and no? No, no, mostly that's in really? the THC. Yeah, that's oh. in the THC, Yojalai. Okay. I'm sure you can get some that are like half-half CBD. Because yeah. uh, I feel like appetite is one of the, one of a big medical mm. issue. Like yeah, if but people will not be smoking CBD for that. They oh. will be smoking probably an indica. It is so fucking inconvenient to be high when you're just trying to get rid of pain or just trying to like, <laughs> well, get yeah, rid exactly. of nausea. That's, like yeah. If you want to go to work is, or you yeah. want to, it's just like, yeah. I wish I could focus right now. Yeah. I have uh, tried like CBD oil um, just walking around the house. And I think because I'm, I'm <laughs> just cause, um, but I, I, I think because I'm not really a pot smoker, like I'm a little bit sensitive to it. I think that I, I think I got a little bit the munchies the first time I did it. Like, I'm like, why am I eating an entire bag of baby carrots? <laughs> uh, I think that's rare. Uh, but um, uh, it, it does seem to, it has some sort of physical effect, but it's not the same as, as marijuana by itself. No. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to describe, but it's an easy thing that like, you could go to work. You'd be right. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so it's it's like there's a, a website called Charlotte's Web. Yeah, Pete Holmes talks about yes, that. Yes, he talks about it a lot, and uh, he he <laughs> yeah he uh, he takes that and it helps him just stay more calm and, mm-hmm. and and clear his thoughts up. And yeah, I found it helped me write. Mm-hmm. Like in a way, like you have that anxiety of like the blank page. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of subdues that a little bit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I'm I'm very eager to get on that train. Yeah, yeah. We that's something I definitely want to yeah. try. Like once it's available here, yeah. Because Charlotte Webb doesn't. They you will can. mail to Canada, but not to Quebec. Oh, when really? I last looked at their website. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah. Ball. Maybe they've well, changed that's just since a then. strain, right? They're just a company no. that makes a certain strain of CBD. They have a few, or are they just known for CBD strains? They do like a, they do an oil, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah there's so know. many different ways. I don't know if they specify like, strains. We're talking about dabbing, but there's like a dozen ways to take right. in cannabis. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. That's why Pick I feel like the question's kind of like, you know, self-answering, right? Yeah. It's like there's so many ways already to consume yeah. meat, but mm-hmm. like just because you're doing a concentrate doesn't mean it's a different drug. Yeah, uh, yeah, and because there's also concentrates that you can take orally. Um, right. So you can create like some type of uh, alcohol weed mixture that. Um, oh, tinctures. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh. Right. And put those in capsules as well, so you can just take them like meds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that yeah, used yeah. to be really common, like in the early 1900s. Yes. Before they sort of like outlawed cannabis. Yeah, the they word. Put a yeah. lot of things in tinctures. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of uh, yeah, look, patent medicine is like a whole thing, which mm. is fascinating and insane. Or uh, basically, before the FDA, you didn't have to prove anything worked. So, <laughs> <laughs> good times. Yes, yeah. you, you could just put on a bottle like cures everything, and then oh, you man. put a bunch of cocaine in it, and people like it. <laughs> <laughs> that when is a the good FDA business plan. Kick in. Take this combination of laudanum and alcohol, and your child will go right to sleep. What's laudanum? Oh, you don't want to be on that. <laughs> That's like what they used to get addicted to in the Old West for women with hysteria. <gasps> Whoa. I, I, I just got really excited about hysterical women in the Wild West. <laughs> I think they might still prescribe it for um, some mood disorders. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I think it makes you super just like... Um, Flat? 
Yeah, yeah. Ugh. It just like you're just down on a level. You feel nothing. Like mm. equilibrium. Mm. Have you seen that? Have you seen? You've seen that. I know you've seen that. We've watched it together many times. Many times. Have you seen that? I don't. I know. Mm-hmm. Have you? Equilibrium action movie with Christian Bale and Sean Bean. Yes. And and it's a, a society where they take medication every morning to flatten out their emotions because emotions oh. are bad and cause <gasps> chaos. Is the is the the premise that one day one of them doesn't? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my how did God. you? It's <laughs> how like you, you've how seen you, it. It's like you've seen it. It's also uh, like there's that like big societal thing, but it's also guns, mar- <laughs> like gun martial arts. Hmm. It's very very cool. Why, why do they? If they have no emotions, why are they shooting each other? Oh, because they're because they're, there's rebels. There's yeah there's yeah yeah. Who so are, oh, you're, who want art, emotions. art is not allowed. Uh, animals like pets are not allowed. because yeah. they always. Hmm. Give you emotions, so you're not supposed to. Yeah, books yeah. are not allowed. So anyone who's caught doing these things, yeah, people are stash shut it. down. Wow, but shooting people doesn't make you feel any emotions, right? So. No, I guess not. Yeah, well, maybe not that's why they use this up. kung fu uh, version of shooting people because it's not just shooting them; it's like putting arms and like yeah, knowing martial all. Arts. Yeah, I it's said, a martial I said arts. It. Yeah, a yeah, gun, yeah. T- like a guntada sort of yes, scenario. Yes. Okay, what's a guntada? Is that like tapas? I believe it's an action movie where they do kung fu with knives. Okay. <laughs> with guns. It sounded similar, Tom. <laughs> it sounds like a really uh, intense version of uh, Demolition Man, and I'm on Oh, I'm all about Demolition Man. <laughs> so am I. Oh, I love that my movie. God, that movie. Fucking Wesley Snipes. He's man. such so an good. asshole in that movie, like a pure asshole. I'm happy that he has no good side. Uh, it's oh, so yeah. rare. You know, just like we got to put him up, just got to make him a little likable. Uh-uh, no, this guy is a... he's likable through his craziness, oh, yeah. through his like yeah. wild child nature. And so, uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone has never been like more charming. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> he like just the fact that everybody around him is like robotic and, and he's it's so, so great. It's uh, so funny. It's it's a rom-com with shooting. It's yes. just the best. <laughs> You've. No. Oh, Tom. Oh. Come on, Sandra Bullock. I don't watch a lot of movies. Well, you should have watched that one because, <laughs> yeah, uh, I believe it's in uh, the American Film Association's top one hundred. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> you lied to me. It's a classic. I don't even think that's a group. <laughs> you so, lied to me twice. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna just derail this conversation for like two seconds more because of action movies, and then yeah. I promise we can go back. But uh, have you seen the the um, John Wick movies? No. Yes, the first two. I, believe. I think there's only there two. There are right? only two. They're, they're making a third one. As the, yes. okay, I guess they're making a third one. Now. <laughs> so you haven't seen the one they're currently no. making. No, <laughs> I tried. I tried very various times. He sneaks around the sets. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed them, but the second one, living in Montreal, is so fun because it is just like a tour of Montreal of like murder. So maybe Did I we not notice that? Did you not notice it? We have to maybe. watch it again. Yeah. The well, opening car shake is, is literally in front of the Scotia Bank Theater. And they don't really? like they don't even take out the sign. <laughs> it's just like cinema. That's amazing. Oh, cool! And then uh, they have like little. They, they ran out of money at the end of the movie, so then they just shot random shots like in the in city. Montreal. And so there's like a montage where there's a whole bunch of fights, and one of them's outside of the um, the convention center hmm. at uh, Place oh. des Arts Metro, yeah, like yeah. where they have the colored windows. Yes. So somebody's in that park getting dead and then <laughs> at uh plus days are they have like the big screens right. yeah uh there's a person there with a violin getting dead 
And then uh, I, I think there's a few shots. That, wow. It's very fun. <laughs> oh, we have to watch that again. I've never seen either of those, but I like the premise that he's just mad about his dog getting killed. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he just was out of it. He was It's out a little of the deeper business. than that, but definitely. It's definitely. intense. But I like how that's how even in the movie they frame it where it's so like this guy's so insane that like <laughs> he did all this because of the dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but when you watch it, it's totally reasonable because it's awful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite part if you of have that, that skill set that you're yeah. going to retaliate. But the Ian McShane Assassin Hotel is my favorite. I would just watch uh, that movie. I think they are making a movie about that. Oh they like God. the concept so much that they're like, why don't we make a movie about a hotel that has a bunch of assassins in it and, you know, they can go there and all the stories and everything that connects to it would be fantastic. Yeah. Call- yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, anyway. it's so good. Sorry. I, I and, just and it's got so excited. simple as well for for. <laughs> The message. I like that the whole time. It's just like once you're getting to the the big, big, big boss gets the message. He's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, I did something because I get killed this guy's dog. Oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's it's the reaction that sells it. Everywhere he walks in, you're like, oh, John Wick. Oh, oh, you're dead. (laughs) Yes. You killed his dog? John Wick? Oh no! You're fucked! You're fucked! You're fucked! Like just every single person's reaction to the movie is like, "Oh, John Wick? Oh no! <laughs> Didn't he lose his wife? Yeah, yeah. That's he. oh yeah. You got a dog? I killed that dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, John Wick is fun. It's just it's a simple movie. I wish action movies were more simple. I, we we don't have to go into it. We have to we have to move on. But just watch the raid. Watch the raid. It's it's uh, I, I think it's uh, Filipino no Malaysian. Anyways, fucking amazing. It's it's That's simple. Hear, it's yeah. it's just drug people in a building and it's police going in police going in and then fight 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 and gun fighting followed by hand fighting knife fighting followed by hand fighting and it's just like the most brilliant fucking choreography. Cool. Yeah. So before we move on, move on. Before we move on, move on. Where we moving on to, Tom? Before we move on from the drug question. (laughs) That's so adorable. Would would you guys dab? If you had a chance to dab, would you do it? Yeah, I want to dab one day. I want to dab too. Yeah. But not a lot, though, because I, I get addicted to shit, and that, that, that would be a hard one to... Yeah, it seems like a, a risky one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the price range will kind of like, okay, this oh, is Oh, that's what keeps like... me away from most things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have never driven a sports car also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I just wonder if it's a better experience or if it's like too much. Hmm. If you are an experienced toker, I definitely suggest trying it if you like getting smashed. It's the equivalent of basically saying, okay, I'm going to take like... as many shots it takes for you to be like almost blacking out you know what I mean See, but nobody sets out like I am going to get blackout vomiting drunk tonight like that is a progression of things that happen (laughs) yeah rather than like some people set some goals like (laughs) I've hit all my benchmarks (laughs) it's been a good quarter (laughs) but to like sit down and be like I'm going to take this thing that's going to make me uh, drool on my couch and not remember the last but three I, hours. I don't think it's that bad, though. <laughs> the first time it is. Oh, yeah? Well, because it's 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 so much weed. You've never had that much in one sitting. Right. So it's mm. an extreme experience for most people, especially the first time. it seems like time. a lot of people do it a lot as well. Like well, it's, 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 some, some smokers smoke so it's much. just like people who are just able it. to pull, you know, throw yeah. down shots with no what's issues. What's the fucking point anymore, man? Well, then you ask them yeah. about their life. <laughs> I mean, tolerance is definitely an issue on yeah. it. But like, I, if I have to 
gummies, I forget how to breathe. So I mean, <laughs> right. I, I, I don't think I, don't I would know why want. That was funny. <laughs> That's a really bad thing. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Demore, on the Upford Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Eat healthy. Exercise regularly. Take cold showers. Avoid sugar. Practice yoga. Drink more water. Meditate. Practice mindfulness. Wear barefoot shoes. Avoid fat. Eat more fat. Go try vegan. paleo. Do CrossFit. Drink bone broth. Try black P90X. Try a 30 squats a day. Eat more day squats. Keto strongly good. Eat more protein. Shakes. Get more protein. Cut out. Avoid the dirty dozen. Try a bark. Drink protein-rich-juice-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-burger-bur
Mm-hmm. The espresso is very good. It's got a little, like, you can taste the crunch of the the coffee ground. <laughs> she mailed another one of those, and I ate it immediately. It was uh, very good. I love coffee chocolate. Mm-hmm. No, it's mm-hmm. very nice. This is one piece is good enough for me, mm-hmm. which says a that lot. That raspberry really slaps in the face. Slaps in the face. <laughs> Every now and then like, hey, it's not like fruit. A- <laughs> dick slap in the face of raspberry. It's <laughs> a little Wait, raspberry bitch slap. Dick dick slap in the face of raspberry? So <laughs> raspberry is a sentient being getting slapped in the face by a dick? I imagine that the dick was raspberry. <laughs> raspberry dick. Gotcha. <laughs> raspberry dick slap. Raspberry, di- <laughs> raspberry dick slap. Let's get our first question. <laughs> <laughs> this first question comes from an Indiegogo donor named Heather Kaufman who says, raspberry dick slap. Uh, <laughs> John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heather wants us to talk about Rasputin. Oh, oh man. Okay. Song? <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> cool. All okay. right. Um, okay, like the dude, all the, the poisoning and the stabbing and the Russian. You're not going to get the history out of me. What I want to tell you <laughs> is the song. Who, 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 do, who do it? Who do it? Who I do don't remember. Is it uh, ABBA? No, no, no. 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 Uh, they also do disco. They also do... D-I-S-C-O. Um, yeah, and they also do uh, Brown Girl in the Ring. La, 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 which always made me feel very uncomfortable. Is this a, a contemporary act? I don't know. <laughs> Is it 70s, Boney 80s? M? Boney, Boney M. M. They also do, uh, what was the famous song from Boney M? Uh, Ma, Ma, Ma Baker? Ma Baker. Anyways, lots of disco. Lots of disco. Yeah, but it was just like so many layers in the song. Ra, ra, Rasputin, lover of the Russian queen. I just I just loved it so yeah. much. My dad, my dad had a tape in his car with a bunch of music and there was that song and like... Um, man eater and anyways a lot of like hits from that era and I just I love that song with a passion so that was me yeah that was my only reference to Rasputin yeah. for a very really? long time oh. was that song oh yeah and then uh, I we actually um, the ad that aired at the beginning of this episode the fake ad is about him oh. <laughs> so it's very convenient whoa <laughs> well I have no idea what you're talking about but I do know about the real the Russian guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's talk about him. He sounds like a cool dude. He, he does have very beard. hypnotic eyes. Oh, yeah. The, He's fucking... Yeah. A lot of fucking weird shit happened to him. <laughs> Is this a real picture of the man? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <gasps> That's my Halloween costume next year. I yeah. think I can you achieve that totally beard by You could totally pull then. it off. Yeah. Yeah, he was into like a bunch of sex cults and, and <laughs> stuff, but... Really, like what his claim to fame was was that he said he was a healer, and so he was healing the the son, the young prince of the Russian court, uh, who had he- uh, hemophilia. And uh, basically, his treatment that was so effective was stop leeching him and just leave him alone a while. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, they all thought he was magic. And then, what led to the murder, murder, kill? He was kind of a. <laughs> controversial guy <laughs> the doctors banded together and <laughs> leached yeah. him to death oh with the all of the sex cults and things like that oh. and, and they didn't really appreciate that he was real cozy with the queen and uh, there, there was a lot going on so but i think it was that they drugged him so when they shot him and stabbed him and drowned him his heart rate was low enough that uh, or oh. they put him in cold water after that, and yeah, he was able to survive. Cause so they just coincident- yes, coincidentally they put him did in, thing, big, yeah. bad shit to him that like backfired on the things. Well, not backfired, were- but yeah, they basically made him magic, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they kind of like home alone up his assassination. <laughs> 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 oh, <that's amazing>. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, they definitely like they tried to poison him with tea and cakes laced yeah. with cyanide mm. before just shooting him. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> they were like, "Well, it's surprising." I read this book on poison. I'm I'm a good person to live with, uh, <laughs> and uh, it, it's surprisingly difficult to poison people. And it, like everybody's yeah. worried about like you know plastic bottles leaching in the you know yeah. and killing through water but like it takes some work to poison a human being okay tell me about rat poison well that's because they can't um rats can't vomit yeah 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 but look i've watched many many a show a yeah. movie a mm-hmm. poirot where oh. rat poison is used and mm. it's so like well, really dramatic violent death that's interesting because uh so going to like the the chemist at that era like you could go and get a bunch of arsenic to kill rats. Oh. Uh, arsenic, interestingly, also, I believe, was used in the Tour de France as a performance-enhancing drug. Mm. <laughs> um, I think it gives you, like, a, a high if Wings? you don't die. Okay. Uh, like super tunnel vision. <laughs> if you don't die. <laughs> but, like, uh, so women would be like, I'm going to poison my husband. And so they'd be getting arsenic. And like, we got a lot of rats. And so they, but it goes into a ledger. So, like, they'd have to have some reasons. So, mm. you know, so they they say, oh, rat poison. Right. Uh, and so they're slowly poisoning their food. And they would have these prolonged illnesses for months and months and months as they kept upping the dose because it wouldn't be enough to kill them. Whoa. Mm. Uh Arsenic, also fun, probably. So they used to use it in green wallpaper. I know a lot of points. I love it. Um, I love it. Uh, and, and they think that's what killed Napoleon because uh, of the damp in his room and the green wallpaper oh. leaching arsenic into wow. his body. That was so interesting. Thank Jeez. you, Adrian. Yeah, thanks for the fun fact. <laughs> that so was really, Heather, that was really our, cool. Uh, there's our Rasputin talk. Yeah. Paul, do you want to go? us Heather's going to be uh, like, wow, we. I'll have to look up the cool kid song that everyone else knows about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a question from Holly Garnett. Brainstorm a title for my new book on campaign finance in Canada. Mm-hmm. So Holly's writing a new book about campaign finance in Canada and wants us to brainstorm a title for her. Pro so- or con? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the brainstorm? Is that a question? Oh, I, I feel like it's important information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, knowing knowing what I know about Holly, she, I think, has a PhD in political science and presumably is like, working on a book suggesting better that would be good better reform suggesting reform i guess yeah like for example not making giant signs with just faces on them yeah so upset (laughs) is that that's my title suggestion giant giant signs i'm so upset (laughs) so what's on all um, what's common about all our money there's a bunch of animals on it and Mm -hmm. people right yeah. Your movie is adorable. There's kids playing hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just interested in what the fuck path you're on right now. Well, I don't know. I was just like something we've heard it all, right? If it's mm-hmm. if it's about money and like I don't know. It just seems like the more most titles are all just like generic. So you want to make it about animals? Not necessarily, but if there's a pun, especially if it's Canadian, yeah, right? Something, something about the money like oh. tying it to yeah, 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 yeah. Cuz you don't have like greenbacks. Your money's all tight no. beaver. Um, maybe for something else, <laughs> not that type of book. Maybe a romance novel. Hey, <laughs> there are no bad ideas. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah we're brainstorming. True. No judgment in brainstorming. Yeah, uh, um, campaignerific. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, hibernating your money. <laughs> <laughs> Campaign on ice. Campaign on ice. The government's g-string. Oh. Man. Ooh. Little, that's a little, a little like yeah 
<laughs> Throwing a little shade. <laughs> if you don't be careful, your money will be Monopoly money. That seems a little long, isn't it? It's not a budgeting book. It's a campaign book. <laughs> oh, campaign. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Campaign financing. Campaign Ta- finance. Tax me, daddy. <laughs> daddy tax. Tax um. for the future. Where does the money go? <laughs> and it has to be, there has to be an MP3 like on the cover that you well, press. Like a birthday card. Yes, like a birthday card. Yeah, Where does the money go? And it's yeah. just like the queen and Justin Trudeau standing back to back <laughs> yes. with their hands up. Like, ooh. ooh. Like the cover of 50 First Dates or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, these two figure it out. <laughs> got the, the graphics down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Canadian prime minister who just wants to increase campaign finances. She's the Queen of England. <laughs> this yeah, summer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the, 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 the pictures of them have to be their wax figures. Paul and I went to the wax museum, oh, and God. they're horrible. Both of them are horrible. Is there a wax museum in Canada? Or There's a Grévin in Montreal. Yeah. Really? At the Eaton Center. What? There yeah. are billboards all, all, all over, over the, the place. <laughs> what? Yeah, they say, come see Charlie Chaplin playing sticks or whatever. They have a bunch of vaguely identifiable celebrities. <laughs> Some of them are really good, but the photos are just terrible. Like, they make them even worse. I have seen these posters, and I've just ignored them forever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when did that happen? That's got to be new, right? Um, it's been around for years. a long time. Since yeah. I moved here. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we, it's been in the Eden Center recently, though. That's wild. Yeah. They took us to the wax museum, the Madame Tussauds in New oh. York, when I was in high school, and they were like, this is like the biggest deal guys this is so exciting <laughs> we don't have anything like this in montreal and that was like less than 10 years ago <laughs> they just didn't know that excited about a wax museum it's so yeah. it's so ups- it's so unsettling it's mm. very strange yeah yeah i want to dive into the turtle's bat yeah 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 let's so uh, holly hopefully some of those were helpful yeah, yeah. <laughs> good luck with your book writing <laughs> yes. hibernation money Holy that's crap. a big one over there isn't that's, it wow oh c'est un très gros paragraphe Ooh. yes <laughs> this is a big boy big one uh jackie cooper okay. these names are really cool by the way a lot of cool names <laughs> it's a cool spelling as well Ooh la la i know Ooh. uh sorry no one else saw it uh <laughs> What to do when you wear glasses and are late to a meeting with people who are kind of important, e.g. your boss. So you're rushing and you arrive and you're sweating and your glasses are fogging up. How do you make that less awkward? Do you take off your glasses and just pretend that you can see stuff? Do you acknowledge your sweaty, foggy existence? Do you pretend nothing is out of the ordinary? This happens This happens to me more than I would like to admit. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to arrive earlier is just not really working out. Mm-hmm. Smiley. Oh no, it's just a parenthesis. Never mind. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So Jackie wants advice on how to not be awkward when you're running late to a meeting and then you, and with your sweaty, sweaty glasses. Yeah. Fuck. Huh. Well, I, I don't get wear that. Glasses. That happens when you come in from the outside in the cold. But do your glasses? I've get- seen. I've seen sweaty glasses on Phil. Uh, an improv friend of ours. So it happens. I've seen it okay. in the real so world. I guess too much condensation coming from your face. Yeah, maybe he runs a little. Yeah, yeah. Jackie runs a little hot. Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. I don't have glasses, but I do run hot. Ooh. Yes, you do. Ooh. I mean, I guess if if you if you go into an air conditioned space, and oh, the, the heat contrast. from your skin, yeah. does it do the same thing as if you come in from the cold into the heat? Possibly. 
Possibly. That makes sense, right? Yeah. But Jackie's not asking us how it happens. She knows it happens. <laughs> right. So. Um, I didn't mean to question. I, the... ju- I, I mean, I don't want her to feel uncomfortable about her no. sweaty eyeballs. Um, <laughs> I think I think a good one is to converse. Like you take them off and you, you do this. The, the, the and you time. talk at the same yeah. time. And you talk at the same time. So they're focusing on what you're saying and not the fact that you're. You make a your... point out of it. Like glasses are great prop for uh just trying to like punctuate what you're talking about yes mm. so you just kind of take them off you know you, you give them a little polish with your shirt you're thinking about stuff like what what am i gonna say next and you put them back on and you're ready for that oh next i like point, that yeah. you know i would target someone i'm comfortable with so if you i don't know if you have a meeting buddy uh, i used to have like a meeting buddy you always try to sit next to the same person mm. and oh, yeah and just basically do uh what you just said but with somebody you have confidence of just like mm-hmm. not feeling stupid while you're doing it you know because mm-hmm. i can tell if you're gonna talk to your boss like that and you're just like <laughs> what are you doing i'm eating okay yeah i and what i would actually probably do is start drawing little smiley faces or pictures in the fog and then put them back on and be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> meeting adjourned. <laughs> I was told at a, a pasta making workshop at work that I was the only person who had ever come into their, their little studio for cooking and made little animals out of the dough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So make it special. Yeah. 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 Or go around spritzing everybody else's glasses. <gasps> That's a good bit. I or, like that. Or get That's a, a good pair bit. of sunglasses. And what? just like switch them as soon as you're going into the room. Just be like, yo, shade time. No one sees nothing. But then oh, you have to deal with the awkwardness of being the person who wears sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah, yes, during a everybody hates those people <laughs> during a meeting. So on then top do the opposite. Yeah. That's, that's a good way to become the boss. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Half an hour before you need to get to work, put on sunglasses and take off your regular ones and then uh-huh. just swap them right before you come in. Two oh, pairs of glasses. Two pairs of glasses. Yeah, two pair, yeah. yeah that's good. <gasps> or you could, okay, this, I, ho- I hope I can describe this properly. Do you wear scarves? Little, little decorative scarves, Jackie, okay? Okay. The scarf is tied around your neck. You have two trailing pieces. You, f- you, you fulfill, I don't know what that word in English, you, you wiggle the pieces of, of fabric behind your glasses, pinch them above your eyes, and then just go, and then release. I think that's the best idea we've come up with so far. I do not agree. <laughs> oh, man. Do, do you guys ever have that, though, when you like get to a meeting and you feel like you physically like aren't there? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? Like I had, uh, Paul knows what I'm talking about because we're both sweaty guys. Like I I had a job interview last week or two weeks ago, whenever. Uh, Didn't get the job, but also they were offering way less than I currently make. So don't mind that I didn't get the job. Um, But I got there and I was like very glad that I'd chosen to wear my shirt unbuttoned on the way over. Uh It was super hot and it was like letting my pits air out Um. while walking down the street. And then as I'm like walking up to the door, I button everything up and I get inside and I look so professional. Did a little uh, tan France French tuck in the front of the (laughs) pants on the way in too. It's the worst when you just have like stains and you're just like oh no yeah and then you run to the bathroom looking for the bathroom i was like please have like a dryer or something and you're like okay but this is stressing you out so you're sweating even more and you're just like stop it no stop it i'm here to control we're supposed to control the sweat (laughs) and you just end up sweating more and then you just feel i don't know yeah it just feels like everyone's looking at you and then after a spiral down yeah i don't have like a i'm not a super sweaty person but uh i will say that 
there's kind of a, a cyclical monthly event in which... Um, uh, what's that, I wonder? I know. Where, uh, there are I hear about this sometimes. Yeah, at times of the month that I am more fragrant than others. Uh. And so I don't... Like always wear a strong deodorant or anything, but like then I'll 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 wander into this territory. I'm like, this is not cutting it. This is not <laughs> enough. And I I have done like hand sanitizer, like <laughs> oh, no. like going in trying to like kill the bacteria. I've done that in my shoes as well. Uh, if you got those little slip-ons that are never yeah. they smell real bad after a while, and like I got a meeting and I'm like. Gross, and I'm just like hand sanitizing anything that smells bad, just hoping that I can neutralize something. Oh my goodness! So I didn't know that it affected the uh, smell, and I now understand. Thank you. I can't tell if it's I only I'm more sensitive to the smell. Mm. Oh shit! And it's always there, or it's I smell worse. I feel like it's the worst thing because it's occasional, and I was like, "Is it age? What's going on?" Yeah. But then it doesn't. It doesn't. Anyways, let's go into the turtle body. A bandana. <laughs> you can wear a bandana, Jackie. Where? Yeah. On your eyes? No, on top of your head, so it stops the sweating. <laughs> like Tupac? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just take Excellent. it off. Just take it off when you get to the office. It's like I know, I know. No gang colors. <laughs> Oh my god. Just let me adjust my do rag. <laughs> we'll get down to the quarterly report. Yes. This will be our final question. Our final question from Laurent Pitre. Pitre. I know who this is. <laughs> I know who this is. His question is What are the best podcasts to follow as an emerging artist, actor, writer? He's an actor. Mm. Uh, and writer. He does theater. Yeah, writer. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's an actor. Is he an actor? Yeah, yeah. He does theater. Oh, yeah. Well, a theater actor. He, like, writes and produces. <laughs> but he writes. And yeah, writes he writes and, and produces. Yeah. He's been on this show. Oh, he once has? before. Hmm. Long ago. So do y'all know podcasts for that kind of thing? <sighs> so many podcasts. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Any that are specifically tailored toward, like, what you want. Creative people, I guess. There are, I think Ben Blacker hosts one that's all... Um, the Writer's Panel. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, and then if you want inspiration just like narrative fiction i i think um the uh, magnus archives is like a really fun kind of mystery show mm-hmm. um oh god there's so many i've been really <laughs> digging this is not anything to do with acting or writing but i'm loving um behind the bastards and it's all of like um children uh, children born out of wedlock Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> it's the stories My behind like <laughs> the world. So they did like two parter and Harvey Weinstein. They did one about um, uh, Saddam Hussein's uh, romance novels. They did like the people who accidentally uh, supported, like got Hitler into power. Um, yeah, it's, That's it, cool. Yeah, no, they're really, really good. <laughs> That's an interesting <clears throat> add, uh, point that like it doesn't have to be about acting to, or writing to inspire mm. that's yeah. true an actor or a yeah writer. absolutely history is always good for that like mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. uh, you know th- crazy life is so much crazier mm-hmm. than you think it is like yeah. yeah there's stuff that they take out of real stories for movies because they're like no one's gonna buy that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah totally yeah I, I think for me the ones that are helpful for like getting my creative juices flowing uh, are like anything where you can hear someone sort of process mm. is really helpful so the oh. writers panel like you mentioned before is mm-hmm. great um he interviews tv writers and comic book writers and like i think it's always panels that they've done at live shows but like very much sort of nitpicking like okay so like how did like what made you do this what was the process like pitching this or like 
what's the writer's room like for you guys? And like, mm-hmm. that's really cool because you get to sort of feel the culture behind the thing that's, yeah. that exists. Cool. And, and knowing how it works in each step too really helps with yeah. understanding because you might have a mind that is made for that, but if, if you've never experienced it yet or if you're not into that part yet, you're just like, you don't understand the processes, but right. just like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, maybe yeah. I should mind map my things before <laughs> yeah. doing something. Mm-hmm. Or, or, yeah. The, the other that I find really interesting in a similar vein is uh, the Dead Pilots Society, which is uh, another... It's like a live table read show, basically, where they get scripts that were written and like sold but never produced. Um, oh, so cool. it's always like pilots for sitcoms and TV shows and stuff. And they sit down with a bunch of actors and improvisers and have them do a cold read at a table. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Cool. Uh, and that one I find really interesting because it kind of teaches you like I'm sort of slowly learning from that what kind of lines are harder to read. Oh, because uh, every once in yeah. a while someone will stumble over something, right? Yeah, and like when you're writing something that you want people to be able to read, like when you want someone to cold read something, you have to like think about that, right? You have to think about Mm. how does this flow when I'm reading it. Yeah. Actually, there's a one that's almost the same idea. It's called the the blacklist. Okay. Uh, Yeah, the blacklist. And uh, what they do is they take the most, um, like the the scripts that have been floating around Hollywood forever that no one's produced yet. Mm. And then they get a panel of actors and they do a radio um, presentation of it. And then... They used to break it down into three episodes, and then the on the last one they would bring in the the writers and they would talk about it. Cool, that's really uh, cool. oh, bring in the writers, very cool, yeah. yeah. And so they would go back and discuss um, what you know that script was like, and hearing it produced, and uh, how they wrote it, and uh, it's it's really good. But it's uh, yeah, the same. There's some comedies in there that are are just killer, but there's uh, they're all genres and stuff. They're really good. Awesome. Very cool. And then uh, I, I would also say uh, Matt Gorley's I Was There Too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that when he interviews people who had bit parts in classic <laughs> movies. Oh. I love that. It's very, very fun. So it'll be like the woman with the baby carriage in Untouchables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or all the Amazing. people on the bus in Speed. Very cool. <laughs> and so they'll talk about how the, like, especially on Speed, like, it was supposed to be an ensemble movie. They're all supposed to have like a component that helps them stop the bus, mm-hmm. but then they wrote them all out and then just gave all the parts to Keanu Reeves. Wow. <laughs> it's just so dreamy. He's but the oh yeah, but it's you know working actors who just been in the industry forever mm-hmm. or, and their kind of experiences working with different directors or people who did like two or three movies in their lives and then you know they they make jewelry now like uh, it's a kind of an interesting look at at um. And filmmaking from that that perspective, mm. yeah, it's really cool. Nice. Yeah my my final piece of advice on that would just be like, I think you can find something good in anything that you're listening to no. if you yeah. if you try to apply it right. Like any mm. show that you listen to, if you sit down afterward and go, okay, what was something I noticed in that that I liked, mm-hmm. and now how can I try to recreate that as my own thing? Mm-hmm. Whoa, right. Tom! So Tom. like, right, right. <laughs> this is something I've been doing for years because I'm a person who has a lot of ideas mm. um, and doesn't always know how to like make them exist physically, right? And so if I hear something happen and I go, "Ooh, that's a way that I could do that with the idea I had," oh. I then spend a lot of time thinking about like what that would actually practically look like, and then inevitably you abandon the project and don't do it. <laughs> you know, as I, is tradition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did recently. Um, because once again, I'm a weirdo, uh, and, and I find it just applies to anything creative that you're doing. I read the entire Wikipedia entry for cognitive bias. 
Ooh. It's so interesting. Well, yeah. How is that weird? That's interesting. Isn't it weird? <laughs> There's like 300 of them. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> but now you know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all the things. But especially since I work like in advertising uh, and stuff. But it, it really does point out all of these like little points that your brain... Uh, picks up on certain kinds of patterns more than others. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, something at the end of the list is more memorable than the beginning or something that's made to be the default mm-hmm. is, you know, something you're going to select more often or, you mm-hmm. know, like there's it, the difference between reading something and hearing something like right. all of these like different little biases that, that make things stick out in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting, like fuel in terms of trying to format something or uh, create patterns or, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it might fuel something if you're kind of stuck in a place where you just kind of think back of like, how how do people think? How how do like do I get wow. an entryway into um, people's thought processes? So you could manipulate the shit out of me right now, right? I'm doing it now. Oh my god, I had no idea. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the show. <laughs> Before that gets any darker. <laughs> Uh, if you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, your questions can end up in the turtle's butt, yes. from which we pull. Uh, you can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're on both, if you really like us. Uh, it is the best way for us to grow. You can share this episode with a friend who uh, is writing a book about campaign finance, uh, maybe someone who does a lot of drugs. Uh, or someone who needs some like recommendations of media to listen to and yeah. you know learn things. Just a fan of John Wick. Fan yeah. of John Wick. Someone who knows what a badass John Wick is. Yeah. <laughs> Share it with them and say they talk a lot about John Wick on this episode, <laughs> and then they'll listen to it and be really confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hashtag I'm a John Wicklet. <laughs> That's what what they would be called, I'm sure. John, John Wicklet? Yeah. You're not a Wicklet? Come on. It just makes me think of chiclets, and chiclets, they lose their flavor so fast. If I had John Wick in my mouth, I shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> we tweet chocolate. Though. Yeah, flavor lasts forever. forever. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, and each of us, ooh, follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking, and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. At Red Random. At Boxless Thought. I have one too. I don't remember. No, you don't. <laughs> Wait, you're on, on Twitter. No, I don't high, have Twitter. No, but topics of high importance topics, is on Twitter. Topics of high importance is on Twitter. As I think you high topics high, no, or topics high. high. We high have importance? some high importance. High importance. High importance on Twitter. Uh, uh, high topics on Instagram. Topics of high importance on Podbean and, and Spotify. Podbean and Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Were we allowed any... to do that? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> now it's time for plugs. Oh, <laughs> do it again. Uh, does anyone have any shows to plug while we're here? I uh, checked the Montreal Improv website. I believe House Team uh, has a show maybe September 7th. There is one 7th, but I believe it's narrative. So I think we're the 16th. Okay. Sweet. I'll put links to the house team shows. Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, No, that's it. They're before the fourth. No, October. That's far from now. Cool. Sweet. Uh, 
Um, happy birthday to me two days after this comes out. Oh. Turn of the big 2-5. Oh, oh, oh. Quarter we. of a century. Oh, you've done so much Little for someone baby. so young. <laughs> Very excited. Very excited. Um, yes. Yeah, special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by Tom Zalat and I for the Upford Network. You can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. And thanks again to Anne Smith for sending us <gasps> chocolate to the P.O. Box. Yeah, uh, Thank you, Anne. She Melting also sent like, baby belly. gifts, but I didn't think those were as relevant. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. We could have worn them. We yeah, we could have tested them out. It's true. Uh, there's a breast pump. Oh, please. never mind. No, 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 no. She didn't send the breast pump. <laughs> no, no, she no. didn't. Oh, I thought that was a breast pump. <laughs> no, like a baby food grinder thing. Ah. Like grinders. Sure. So a breast yeah. pump. Yes, we know yeah. that. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Little baby weed grinder. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so cute. My first weed grinder. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on it. Yeah. Yes, come to see you. Was in a we You're at the Upford Network do not condone giving <laughs> weed to babies. <laughs>